3: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hello, fellow patriots. Greetings. Welcome. Salutations. And hump day coupled with tax day. Alohas to you. Great to have you along as we get rolling into hour number two here on Wednesday. And as uh, you just heard in the intro, this is the point in the program, the weekly gathering uh, between uh, myself and Dave Schwartz, the uh, big kahuna, the top dog, the big cheese at uh, Freedom Action Network of South Carolina. And he joins us now from, uh, I guess, uh, in the low country uh, today, Dave.
2: Yes, sir. In the bunker here in the low country.
1: Hunker down. Uh, but but from the sound of your voice, you're you're not wearing your mask, Dave.
2: <laughs> Bob, I don't wear masks. Yeah, me uh, either. Yeah. By the way, happy tax day to you. Yeah happy, yeah, happy new tax day.
1: Yeah, talk about good news, bad news. The good news, of course, it's hump day. Uh the bad news is it is tax day and yeah. people uh, as as if twenty twenty has not been the year from hell. <laughs> just right. just the fact that we now are are having to pay taxes in July right. uh, is pretty indicative of a, just how rotten 2020 has been.
2: That, that's, that's right, Bob. I hope you're straight away with the IRS. You I bet. I I am, for goodness sake. I mean, you know, it's, you, know you, 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 you do all the paperwork, you, you tape it all up, and you throw it into the, the mailbox at the last minute, and, man, you right. hope you don't get audited.
1: You know, it, it, it's <laughs> funny because in, in my position, uh, I, I make sure not only to err on the side of caution, I make sure not to air, period. Even if I've got something that I think might be a legitimate deduction, uh, I I think twice about whether I should take it because, well, you know how uh, those folks at the IRS are, and there are plenty of embedded progressives left over from the Obama era that would love nothing more than uh, to uh, say, uh, hey, Bobby Mack, how you feel about an audit,
2: buddy? Well, you, you, you look, you, you never know with the IRS, Bob. You right. never know. And speaking of errors, <laughs> a different kind of pun there. Uh, <laughs> speaking of errors and speaking of taxes, uh, we're staying on top of this gas tax. And, um, you know, I know we've been talking about roads for the last few weeks now, and, and uh, we're going to keep talking about it. And, and there was a uh, obviously the State Infrastructure Bank, um, you know, Corrupt them Leatherman Slush Fund. Yep. Um is is look, they're funneling our gas tax dollars to pet projects. And that's happening as we speak. Uh last week, of course, they came out with um, a big brand new list of pet projects. And uh one of which, of course, down uh in the low country, uh exit three off of I ninety five. We talked about that last week. They're they're building a brand new exit Bob off of I ninety five. They're not gonna fix I ninety five now. No, I-95. certainly not. They're not gonna fix the potholes. But they're going to build a brand new road off of that for so uh, servicing a, a port uh, off the ocean there that that hasn't even been approved yet. Okay, so that's I mean this is well you I'm know y- do. y-
1: you don't want to wait till the last minute on these things, right. Dave.
2: You know? I mean they're they're not projecting this port to even be approved in the next ten years yet we're built we're using gas tax dollars. Bob, it was supposed to be used to fix our roads, right? The roads that we use every single day to get that's to work. They, that's
1: how they—that's how they sold it to us, right?
2: That's—that's that's how they sold it to us. That's what these politicians promised when they raised the gas tax hikes a few years ago, right? Now, what they—what we said back then, and what they're doing now, is they're funneling the money away from maintenance away from fixing bridges, away from repairing these dangerous roads, Bob, and they're funneling into Hugh Leatherman's slush fund, the state infrastructure bank, the SID, and they are building these pet projects. And I'll tell you, another pet project that's come across in Greenville is this bypass on Woodruff Road. Now, now where did this come have, from?
1: I, I, I so, never heard anything about this until, what, the last week or so?
2: Get that? listen. We all know Woodruff Road is a problem. It has yes. been for years, by the way. It was set up to be a problem. The the, the goopers that, that built this road and allowed these developers to do whatever they wanted on that road right. is a problem. But here we have the state infrastructure bank coming in saying they're going to fund a hundred and some million dollar bypass off of Woodruff Road. Uh, and, and you're right. Hey, we haven't heard a thing about this. There have been no public hearings. Um, There is – it's a brand-new road they're talking about. They're not talking about widening Woodruff Road. They're not talking about doing anything on Woodruff Road. They're talking about doing a bypass, building a brand-new $120 million road. And by the way, Bob, no proof whatsoever, none, that this will actually reduce traffic on Woodruff Road. No shred of evidence at all. This road, this brand-new project was never on the DOT priority list, and it's going to run up a tremendous amount of debt. And, and here's the kicker. Here's the worst part. And this is the problem with these pet projects. Right. You know, this brand new road, they're going to run this road through people's backyards, through folks' houses, through their businesses. And guess what they're already threatening? Eminent domain.
1: Oh, The geez. government's
2: coming in. The State Infrastructure Bank, SCDOT, they're coming in. They're knocking on these people's doors, and they're saying, hey, uh, either you sell to us for a fraction of what the market value is, or we're just going to come in and pave anyway. And, and that is the problem, though. This is how it all happens. This is how it all ends up, right, is when we don't have – we, when we don't stick to the plan, right, we don't stick to the priority list. When they start taking money and falling it out where it's supposed to go and start picking projects left or right, and these powerful politicians, Karachi Leatherman being one of them, get to start choosing these projects right. with our money, without any input, we start kicking people out of their houses.
1: Well, so I, let me, let me, let me it, get some information scary. here. Let me, let me see if I understand this. Now, they built uh, all these, uh, as the rock group, yes, would say, they built these roundabouts, uh, these right. traffic circles uh, right. ex- to to be uh, a bypass to Woodruff Road where you can come out at a couple of different locations further down or further up, Correct. depending on which way you're going, Woodruff Road. You can uh, come out uh, there uh, by uh, the gas station and, and a stoplight there. Uh, by Academy Correct. Sports, or you can come out uh, f- uh, it, it, somewhere in the middle uh, between Correct. there and uh, and Verde Boulevard. All right. So uh, is what they're talking about essentially extending that?
2: It's brand new, Bob. This is brand new. And again, nobody's talked about it. DOT, SIB has never done a single town hall meeting about it. They're yeah, not, no kidding. They're just now informing the public, literally, Folks found out by reading this in the newspaper last Oh, great. Week. The folks that own these houses that they're talking about living. But again, you're exactly I get back to this is what happens when these politicians take our money, funnel it to their slush funds, and think they can do whatever they want with it. Right. This road, Bob, this new bypass, okay, had, nobody it was never on any priority list anywhere, and now all of a sudden – these politicians in Columbia, again, Leatherman, gas tax Gary Simrel, who's the majority leader of the, uh, of the House of Representatives, right. you know, Jay Lucas, the Speaker of the House, they run this money. They run our gas tax money through the slush fund. They bonded out, borrowed money, huge amounts of debt, and they start building these pet projects that nobody even knows about, wants or needs. And, and we had no – again, we had no idea. That this was even happening we have no idea that this will actually solve the problem of woodruff road we don't know if right. this will reduce traffic but we're going to pay a heck of a lot of money for it and if you're sitting here listening right now if you're sitting here listening and wondering i was talking to uh somebody today bob uh, up on locust hill road and tr yep. Right. the road is in shambles right it has been in shambles it is like a moon drive a moon shot over that Uh, Highway 290 up there in Traveler's Rest, and Bob, that road will remain in shambles while they're going to put $100 million into this brand-new Woodruff Road bypass that nobody needs or wants. And that's how it works. That's how they – that's why – this. and you and I have been talking about this. This whole entire scheme was a scam. This gas tax, like, was a scam from the beginning. We knew it was written to funnel money, to corrupt Hugh Leatherman slush fund for pet projects. And by golly, that's exactly what they announced last week that they're going to do with it. And here are the results. So business owners, uh, homeowners, they're going to get kicked out of their houses so that these folks can build this pet project as a Woodruff Road bypass. And, again, if you're sitting here wondering, okay, what can we do about this? We have got to hold, Bob, our legislators accountable. Yeah. This the final version of this has to go through their appointees at SCDOT. The CIB, the, these plans for the State Infrastructure Bank for these pet projects, the DOT has to have final sign off. If you want to kill this plan, if you want to send a message to your legislators, start fixing our roads and stop funding and funneling our gas tax money to these pet projects. Text the word "kill" K I L L to the number five two eight eight six on your cell phone. Kill. To 52886 on your cell phone. Demand your legislators and the governor kill these pet projects because, Bob, at the end of the day, like I said, this is money that is supposed to be used to fix our roads, repair our dangerous bridges, and what they're doing is they're funneling it away to these pet projects, and the result here is we get roads and projects, brand new ones we don't need or want, and people are getting kicked out of their houses for this. This This is is, crazy
1: yeah it, it is and look i can hear the argument uh, already you know well uh greenville is is growing by leaps and bounds our growth is exponential and as your elected officials we have to anticipate the needs right. of this of this growth and so in order to do that uh, we're going to kick uh, people out of their houses. We're going to take uh, take over their land with imminent domain. You know, w- and the problem is, let's go, let's take a step back or two. Why is Woodruff Road such a problem? And the answer yep. is because they allowed unimpeded growth yeah. out the Yazoo. <laughs> and so yep. guess no, look, what? You- All of a sudden, we've got tons of traffic on Woodruff Road, and everybody hates it.
2: Bob, you have to deal with this every day off of to. I mean, yeah. the radio station, Woodrow Road right. I mean, radio station right on Woodrow. Row. I mean, you know, every time I come there, i got to deal with Woodrow Road. We know yep. it's the problem. This is not the solution, nor was there any public input whatsoever before these politicians at Columbia just decided, hey, all of a sudden we're going to build this bypass and we're going to use eminent domain to kick people out of their business, out of their homes. Look, again, this comes down to your state politicians, your legislators and the governor. That's who's in charge of this. And I'll tell you, we we were at a meeting on Monday night. The, the Greenville County legislative delegation, right. you are a fan of SC activists, were there, and they confronted their legislators about this very thing. And and you know, I I'm, I hate to pick on these, but Mike Burns, state representative up in Northern Greenville County, man, he had a heart attack on us. Well, you know, I voted against the gas tax hike, and and I introduced legislation to stop the state infrastructure bank. You know what, Bob? We've heard those excuses over and over again. And guess what? It's not good enough. Yeah. These legislators, go; they need to go and confront their leadership in Columbia because that's who's doing this stuff. That is where the corruption starts, is the Speaker of the House, corrupt you Levinans, He's the Senate Finance Committee chairman. You know That is where – that's who needs to be confronted all this. These legislators, these ranking file legislators in Greenville, it's not good enough just to introduce legislation that, 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 that doesn't go anywhere. It's not good enough to say you voted against the tax hike. You need to get in there and start representing us and fix these darn roads, right? That is what we need them to demand that they do, and you can do that right now. Text the word KILL, K-I-L-L, to the number 52886 on your cell phone. KILL to 52886 on your cell phone. And start demanding these guys do their job. Get them off their butts. Get down there in Columbia. Confront your leadership. Tell your appointees at SEDOT to kill these pet projects and start fixing our roads. Bob, I know you and I, we have been talking about this for years. Yep. I'm sick and tired of hearing about how Highway 25 up in TR is not getting fixed. I'm sick and tired about hearing about Reedville Road over in Spartanburg not getting fixed. Yep. That's what they promised when they passed the tax like, and whether they voted for the tax like or they didn't vote for the tax like, that time is over. That is done and over with. Yeah, it's we need material. them to get in there and fight for us and fix these roads, because that's
1: what they are accountable for? Uh, liars, cheaters, and uh, thieves. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, to paraphrase you a bet. share song from years ago. The unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it is unbelievable. And and you're right. You know, it's not enough to give it lip service. You know, to uh, you know, like house cleaning, where you know a lick and a promise. That's not going to get it done anymore no. because they're going to continue to spend all of these collected tax dollars. Uh, For their own uh, personal gratification or for their buddies to make sure they get, you know, like the uh, the new exit uh, to the uh, to the Carolina Panthers practice facility that nobody's going to be allowed to go to for a couple of years. You know, when when the guy the guy has billions of dollars and could build a stupid road himself, those those kinds of things are just not going to hunt anymore.
2: It's exactly right. And look, again, when they passed the largest gas tax like in state history a few years ago, Bob, they all promised, hey, we're going to use this money. We're going to fix the roads. The roads are finally going to get fixed. Guess what? Not only are they not getting fixed, they're funneling this money to the slush fund. Yeah, they're spending it someplace bodies. else. Yeah, And you're exactly right. That results in roads we don't need or want, like the Carolina, uh, the NFL uh, Panthers road up on right. uh, in Charlotte, up yeah. in Rock Hill. We're right. going to pay for that. Okay, this has to stop because every time those pet projects get funded, every time we go into debt to finance these pet projects, our roads remain crumbling. Bob, we've got to stop this. We've got to hold these legislators and the governor, these politicians, accountable. It's the only way. They're only going to respond to pressure, and you can do that right now if you're listening. Text the word KILL, as in kill these pet projects, K-I-L-L, to the number 52886. SCADOT is meeting uh, is meeting tomorrow. They're meeting tomorrow to find, to do final sign off on these projects. Demand your legislators step in, represent you and talk to their appointees at DOT and get them to stop these pet projects. Yep. Every time they do this, Bob, our roads continue to crumble. Something's got to give here. We need to put the pressure on these state legislators.
1: Remember the words of uh, at the time Governor Nikki Haley who uh, first upon hearing from uh, Hugh Leatherman about the proposed gas tax said, "Gas tax? We, we don't need a gas tax for the roads. We got plenty of money for the roads.
2: <laughs> we got plenty of money. Six hundred million, you know, sitting there rotting away in the yep. bank account. But yep. we're borrowing money for pet projects. It's got to. It's, <sighs> it's got
1: to. Incredible, Dave. Thanks as always for uh, keeping uh, hawk-like vigilance on these guys because uh, they're up to this stuff all the time. You can follow fan of SC." Uh, there are all kinds of social media ways to do that.
2: Yep, we're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fan of SC, facebook.com forward slash fan of SC. We're on Twitter at fan of SC and parlor at fan of SC. Check us out. We post something new every day. Stay vigilant, Bob. You bet. <laughs> keep, let's keep them on their toes.
1: Yeah, we've, we've got to. Uh, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. And uh, yes. talk to you next week, buddy. 422
2: here on the Bobby Mac Show. We'll be right back.
4: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: a great uh, jj kale song he's gone now but uh Get his music to enjoy. Leonard Skinner's version of "They Call Me the Breeze." Twenty-seven after four here on the Bobby Mac Show. It is the Hump Day edition. Uh, by the way, uh, you may or may not have heard this already. Walmart has now announced that Walmart and Sam's Clubs will be making mask wearing mandatory as of uh, when is this? as of Monday, July twentieth. Okay. So if you, uh, well, uh, Costco never got off that. Got to wear a mask in there. Now Walmart and Sam's Club said, uh, yeah, yeah, us too. Meantime, uh, the governor of California says, uh, what, you got to wear a mask uh, inside uh, any and all businesses? So w- what's the next phase for uh, the Golden State? You going to sleep in a mask? You have to wear a mask in your own home at all times? Meantime, across the pond in uh, merry old England, the chair of the London Metropolitan Police Foundation says it will be, his words, nigh on impossible to enforce a new law which makes the wearing of face masks mandatory in all shops in England beginning July 24th. People refuse or forget to wear the mask face a possible 100-pound fine for noncompliance. But according to Ken Marsh, who represents police officers in the capital, imposing the new law is virtually inconceivable. We'll be driving around, round and round London, looking for people who weren't wearing masks. It's absolutely absurd. He pointed out that the burden would fall on shopkeepers to stop refuseniks, Although, since they have no power to detain, individuals would just leave before the cops would get there. Or the bobbies, in this case. Peter Cowgill, chairman of UK clothing outlet JD Sports, said that store employees shouldn't be expected to try to enforce the law. And that the outcome would just be less people shopping. Yeah, and more confrontations between so-called refuseniks and uh, people who are... Operating these businesses. While health authorities have repeatedly insisted that wearing face masks help stop the spread of the Chinese flu, the evidence is dubious at best. The WHO only advocated face masks after political lobbying, despite the science being unconvincing. Quote, the World Health Organization committee that reviewed the evidence for the use of face coverings in public didn't back them. But after political lobbying, the WHO now recommends them, reported the BBC. Face masks were also widely used by the Chinese in Hubei province, both before and during the original coronavirus outbreak, with seemingly little effect. As Toby Young explains, forcing people to wear face masks in shops will only deter more people from going shopping, further damaging any chance of a proper economic recovery. 431 here on the Bobby Mack Show. And he's ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side here on the Hump Day
2: edition on WORD.
4: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Welcome back. Hump Day edition. Bobby Mac Show, a steaming hot July Wednesday. 20 minutes now before 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. In on the text line this afternoon, 71307. Wait a minute, Something's running in the background here. Hang on uh, just one second. Uh, there we go. I did away with that. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, in on the uh, text line. Uh, Bobby, when you wear the mask, does it say you have to cover your mouth and nose? I mean, think about it. Yeah, we can wear it over our eyes, as, as many of the people who are being uh, COVID compliant, apparently, are doing. Uh, I can't even see what's going on. Uh, Bobby, I think Governor McMaster ruined the Greenville County Schools plan to be off most Fridays. Hmm. Uh, Bobby, so now masks are required at Walmart. What's next? Will we have to soon show them proof of our COVID-19 vaccination? I was saying to my baby doll Brenda earlier today, you want to see a tipping point. You want to see a a point at at which push comes to shove? Uh, Let's say that uh, things uh, go really badly. And the next thing you know, the government is now requiring you to get the vaccination in order to, uh, what, qualify for government benefits? Uh, Be able to show your face in public? Go to the grocery store? at 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 that at that point in time uh the excrement hits the fan uh Bobby, those roundabouts you were speaking of they're uh bypassing Woodruff Road they're part of that project. There you go uh Bobby, it looks like Target gets my business now uh Bobby Mack, what face masks will be required at Walmart yeah, starting Monday. Stay tuned for the ultimate fighting championship, Walmart edition, coming to a Walmart soon near you from uh, Alan R. in uh, Spartanburg. Uh, Bobby, I cannot emphasize this enough. Same patriot flag-waving Republicans that defend our rights are the ones that are stealing our money for the Democrat bureaucrats in Columbia. Red state, my southern backside. Gotcha. Uh bu- bu- bum. Uh Bobby, it's all agenda twenty-one. Greenville's dance with the devil. Uh Bobby, I, I want my whopper and all the gas that goes with it. Okay. Uh Texter says, uh, tear him a new one, Dave. <laughs> hey there, I'm at Garden City, South Carolina right now. Yes. I am staying at uh, a something I do, and there's a huge family reunion here. Everyone from the reunion is from Michigan, Delaware, and Ohio. So I fully believe what you just said when the head of the CDC said the uh, huge increase in numbers in the South is vacationers traveling from the North transmitting their germs. Hey, if if we Southerners are so terrible, why are the Northerners traveling south to enjoy our lovely coast? Why don't they travel to the Jersey Shores? Uh, Bobby, taxpayers need to have a choice if they want to pay for services not rendered. To the phones we go. Kyle is uh, next up. He is in Spartanburg. Hi, Kyle, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby, how's it going? Uh, so far, so good. I was just calling in about the face mask thing. You mentioned Costco was requiring
0: theirs, and uh, my wife is almost seven months pregnant now, and her doctor said he does not want her wearing one because it's already difficult for her to breathe. Understood. So we brought that up and we went to Costco, and they didn't argue, didn't fight about it. They allowed us in, and I told them I didn't wear one because I've had some lung conditions in the past. Mm-hmm. So they're not strictly
1: enforcing it by any means. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear that they are being reasonable in terms of how they're enforcing this. Uh, and, uh, and they couldn't ask. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that information, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, quickly, let me get to uh, Mike in uh, Greenville. He also wants to talk about uh, who was that masked man. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Bob Mack. Mac. Thank you for your show. Yes, sir. There's an answer to these revenue-generating mandatory laws, all of them not just mandatory mask. don't avoid them or run from them. Seek them out. Get your summons. And then when you get your summons, in writing, demand a trial by jury, which is a constitutional (laughs) right. I love it. For every $100 fine, it will cost them $10,000 to prosecute it. The officers will be pulled off the street. They won't be writing any tickets because they'll be testifying in court. And it will so bog down the court system that they will scream bloody murder uncle in a matter of hours, if not days.
1: Mike, did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night? I did. How did you know? (laughs) Look, and the evidence of that uh, is, as the attorneys themselves would say, is uh, prima facie. Uh, If you wonder, if you wonder why so few people face a first degree murder charge that entails the death penalty, again, follow the money. It costs a couple of million bucks to even put on a first degree murder trial where the death penalty is involved.
0: You're exactly right. Take care, Uh, Brian. Have a great one.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that, Mike. That's a great idea. Yeah, go ahead. Write me a ticket. Write me a ticket. I'm going to demand my day in court. I'm probably going to want a public defender because I don't have enough money uh, to uh, be able to uh, defend myself sufficiently. Of course, so we'll we'll bring a public defender in here as well. We'll tie them up. And uh, and then I'm going to demand a jury trial and uh, we'll see how it works out, whether they think this mask wearing is constitutional or not. But of course, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they are suddenly finding themselves with the unenforceable mandates that are costing them huge amounts of money that they could be using to uh, what? Oh, yeah. Give themselves raises. Right. Uh, 13 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack
2: Show. Be right back. Welcome back, 452 now. It's 8 before 5 here on the Bobby
1: Mack Show. Uh, Quickly, let's get back to the phones, beginning with Ken. He is in Anderson. Hi, Ken, and welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me on, Bobby. Yes, sir. Uh, Just one quick, two quick things. Uh, The first one is last night I received a notification from someone uh, that told me that the House is trying to pass legislation restricting gun purchases and ammo purchases. That you would have to have an FFL uh, just to, you know, buy for an individual to buy a gun, not as it is now for like a the automated weapon. Right. And also for ammunition, yeah, you, know, you need an FFL for just to buy 22s to go out blinking. Also, there's no grandfather clause in this for any guns that somebody may already legally own.
1: So, and 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 you uh, know you know uh, it it's news like this Ken and I have not seen those or read those pieces of legislation, and, and uh, of course you know the lefties, uh, the progressive socialist Marxist commies in in Pelosi's orbit, uh, are going to try and and push through everything on their wish list. Uh, fortunately, they have little chance as long as we control the Senate, and as uh, as much of a critic as I have been, of the senior senator from South Carolina. If you're looking for an argument to vote for him in November, there it is.
0: I got you. Got you. Covered on that
1: one. Appreciate it. Thank you. I, yeah, thank Yes, you. sir. Go ahead.
0: I, I just thought that would be out there for people to contact the legislature so that they can tell them how, how they feel. The other thing I had to uh, bring up with uh, the governor making his announcement that the school is going to open or the parents will have to make arrangements for the, or notify the schools that they want the virtual education. My grandson is a rising senior. Mm-hmm. He, decided, he decided to take calculus over the summer online to uh, knock out his last math requirement so that next year, when he goes back to school, he can start taking a college accredited course.
1: Smart idea.
0: It is a smart idea. And on the face of things, it sounds pretty good he opens up the the computer for the first day, and and all it is is, boom, there's a lesson plan. Do it. There's no instruction, Uh, uh, no no way of getting any instruction, except that you can send me a text to the uh, administrator of the program, the the facilitator of the program. Right. And within two to three days, that person will probably get back to you.
1: (laughs) Well, that's helpful.
0: Available to do that between seven thirty and nine thirty p.m. So, oh, uh, here's a person that teach a course. Why
1: aren't they teaching the course? Yeah, which yes. leads to another question: course, How many parents?
0: Have,
1: how many parents are going to be wondering uh, are, are my ta- Are my property taxes going to be adjusted because my kids are not in school? And and why do they need tax increases for new school buildings if nobody's going to be in them?
0: Correct. Now, if, if he has a question, it's going to take two to three regular days for the, uh, the teacher to respond to that question. Unless there's a weekend involved, and now it's going to be four to five days. And it, that just puts everybody further and further back, unless they, the kid wants to take a class, yes, you know.
1: And, right, right.
0: Uh, and, Either compound errors over errors over errors and get so far behind, there's no way to, that they're
1: going to pass. Yeah, you can never catch up, again. right? Yeah, he is a yeah. he is a uh, he's a rising senior, Ken.
0: He's a rising senior at Wynn High School.
1: And and at this rate, uh, he will he'll uh, graduate college by what, 37 or 38 years old, right?
0: Yeah, at this rate.
1: Holy cow. I appreciate the info, Ken. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole new world out there, and it is still evolving. And, and I suspect, as do you, uh, that they are making it up as they go along. Stand by the 5 o'clock Follies is on the way on the other side, here on the Bobby Mac
2: Show on Hump Day.